Uh, before we get into what I'm going to talk about today, though, first things first, who am I? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK, but we help brands and businesses globally create content that makes them stand out on social media. Now, that could be video, animation, aerial work, graphics, all sorts of different types of thing. Uh, but basically, the whole idea is to have regular content that you can put out on your channels organically or put money behind it because it looks a little bit more pristine. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business was in a position to spend money on a regular basis. But I still wanted to help these smaller brands and businesses understand what they could do to create content themselves for free. Bit of hard work, a bit of learning involved, but essentially they could make the content themselves until they got to a point where they could pay for somebody to do it for them. So I sat down and went through a process that I used personally, that I'd used with my customers who had come to me for different ideas on different aspects. I also turned it into a book and I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's a process of everything from planning your content all the way through to podcasting and a whole bunch of stuff that goes on in between as well. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. And today, I want to chat to you about storyboarding, because we're talking about National Story Week, or Storytelling Week, and telling a story with your content is really important. Now, when it comes to video content, a lot of people will have heard the phrase storyboard. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I kind of wanted to go into what a storyboard is, how important they are, where you could use them, where maybe it's not necessarily so important, that kind of thing. So, for example, I wouldn't storyboard this kind of content, but we'll come to that. So, first things first, it's kind of, storyboards are important when you're trying to tell a, show a bigger picture or show a, a bigger story. So, what is a storyboard? It's a visual representation of what you want your film sequence to actually look down. And it breaks down each and every single scene, even all the action, into individual panels. So it's, it's almost like a, a comic strip. Do you remember picking up the Beano when you were younger or the Dandy or comic books in, in nowadays and like Superman and Batman? And they're, they're in the squares and they kind of tell the story as you go along. That's a storyboard. That's essentially what they would use as a storyboard for a film. And so that's what a storyboard is for your piece of visual content that you're going to create. So if you're going to create a video for your brand, for your business, it's always a really good idea to get in your head what exactly it is you're going to film. And I know that's quite difficult for some creative people. They like to just get going and start creating. But actually knowing where you're going and what you've got to capture means you won't miss anything, means you'll get everything that you actually need and you won't have to keep going backwards and forwards to the site or wherever it is that you're filming and getting shots over and over and over again. If you storyboard it, then you'll know exactly what you want to actually capture. It'll also help you get the story straight in your head as well. What is the story? Because you could look at your storyboard and go, actually, this is missing something. What is it missing? And so you could kind of put those bits in there. Now, a lot of people will think of a storyboard and go, well, I'm not doing that because I can't draw. And the thing is, is a, a, you don't need to be able to draw for a storyboard. It's like any form of content. It doesn't need to be perfect. What it needs is for somebody to be able to sit down and understand what it is that you're trying to capture within that particular scene. It doesn't have to be the most perfect image. It doesn't have to be a perfect representation of what the image should look like. Now, if you can do that, if you've got the skill set to do that, even better because it means that set design and everything else like that is completely perfect in your mindset and you know exactly how things are going to look. But it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be perfect. 
But the great thing about a storyboard is you can put as much or as little detail into it as you want. So if you do have certain aspects where you're like, this is how I really want this scene to look, you can put them in there. But if it's just maybe two people talking or it doesn't necessarily matter how the background necessarily looks in a particular scene, then you don't have to put that in there. Also, just remember, it's not just for films. It it can be for just like a a standard product video. What are you trying to portray within the video? It'll help you tell the story in your head and you can look at it and go through it and go, right, okay, yeah, this is going to work or this isn't going to work. Now, storyboarding doesn't work for every type of content. It's not going to work necessarily for this type of content. I wouldn't storyboard a live video. What I would do is write down what I'm going to talk about, any questions that maybe have come in. So I have a flow of what I'm going to talk about. But you wouldn't storyboard a live video. You might not even storyboard necessarily a talking head because a talking head is more simply talking to the camera, maybe you asking some questions, a bit more of an interview-style-esque video. And then if you've got multiple angles, you kind of chop those together and make it into that one interview. But if you're trying to sell a product, if you're trying to sell like this USB connector that I actually have, so I can plug in lots of different types of uh, image cards, flash cards, SD cards. If you're going to try and sell something like that, then actually storyboarding how somebody would use it or the story behind the actual product and the pain point that it removes is absolutely imperative because that way you don't miss anything. And like I say, it just helps you get that story down on paper, helps you get that story down so that you can go, yeah, this is what I'm going to be talking about. This is the message I'm trying to portray. And then, like I say, you can go through it just like a a comic book and go, yep, yep, yep. Oh, actually, there's, there's something missing here. I need to put that in. And then you can put that scene in before you even get to the filming stage. Hitchcock, Hitch, Hitchcock, Hitchcock was absolutely, it was notorious for his storyboarding. He would do it to the nth degree so that all the interesting stuff, all the creative stuff was done in his head. So when you got into the film set, it was more of a procedure of just getting the shots that he knew he wanted to have. And that would just, it just makes life so much easier. And that's what Days and Confused, the, the live shows, and what How to Nine Times Your Social Media is all about. It's trying to make processes easier for yourself so that you can have more time concentrating on delivering to your clients or selling to your clients and actually getting clients. So the marketing kind of does its own thing easily for you by repurposing it or making life easy by planning. And a marketing plan helps you plan your marketing. So why wouldn't you plan your content? Because if it makes marketing easier, it's going to make filming your content easier. So storyboarding is a really great way of getting the story in your head right in front of you without the images being perfect. You don't need to be Da Vinci by any stretch of them. I am possibly the worst artist in the world. I know what looks good. Just like when you look at an art piece of art, you know what looks good, but you couldn't do it yourself. I'm I'm very much like that. Um, I can draw cartoons. That's about as far as it goes, really. Um, I'm definitely not an artist. And um, I think there's many of us out there probably watching right now, whether you're watching on the live or on the replay or listening to the podcast, thinking exactly the same thing. I'm not an artist, but you don't need to be. It's just a representation of the idea of what you want things to look like in your head. Just so you don't miss out on capturing anything that's going to be really important to telling your story as you go forward. So just remember this one as you come out the back end of uh, this particular video and as we're halfway through uh, National Storytelling Week, 
what is the story you want to tell with your content? Maybe get it down as a storyboard so that you have that visual representation to go through and go, yep, I've got that shot, that shot, that shot. Oh, I still need that one, right? I've got that shot now, and so on and so forth. Like I say, it doesn't fit every single type of content, but hopefully it will fit some of the content that you're potentially thinking about filming, especially if you're B2C selling a product. If you're selling widgets and that kind of thing, then actually this could be um, a great way for you to just visualize the story in front of you. Okay, right. Well, I'm going to quickly shoot to the questions. There's not many come through this time, uh, but I'm going to quickly shoot to the questions and then I'm going to uh, disappear. But if you've got any questions at all about storyboarding or maybe uh, social media and video content, stick them into the comments. doesn't matter what platform you're watching on. could be Periscope, could be YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, wherever you're watching, uh, stick your comments in there. I will do my best to answer them as best as I possibly can do uh, before today ends. I'm just trying to find my uh, questions. Where did I put them? Uh, here we go. Uh, so um, this one came through from uh, Kate, who is experimenting with Facebook ads uh, to get people to sign up to her free resume uh, or CV to you and me writing webinar. Uh, she's got a fairly broad audience and is starting with £5 a day budget for a five-day pilot, uh, rotating a few headshots. Um, but she's not getting a lot of interest. There's a bazillion resources online to sift through. Can you help me? Okay, yeah, just go out and see what other people are saying, what Facebook ads are saying. Uh, to me, if you've got a fairly broad audience, you're probably not niched it down enough. Yes, there's probably a wide area of people who need a CV at the moment. Um, we're in a very strange situation where lots of people are looking for work. But what I would recommend is still niching it down. That way, it makes life almost a little bit easier for you as well. If you've got a specific niche, say the creative industry or whatever it could be, um, then you can understand better what will work within that industry. So think about the industry that works best for you and then start targeting those people. I would certainly look at narrowing your audience, possibly spending a little bit more money each day, uh, depending on how wide that audience still is when you've niched it down. Um, and I would also look at, rather than headshots of you, which is great because people get to know who it is they're going to be working with, but look at having images that are showing how you're removing the pain point. Maybe even having a video rather than images might actually work better. Um, maybe you sat talking to the audience and explaining what it is that you do and how you help them, whether it's checking their grammar or making sure things are formatted correctly or whatever it might be. Or maybe an animation showing people the whole process so that you've got somebody no job, they come to you, they get the pain removed of getting their CV checked and sorted properly for them, and it's completely free, which is great. And then they get a job. And then maybe that way you can use that as a funnel into other services that you might actually provide, which you don't talk about, but I'm guessing that's essentially what you're doing. If you're doing a free resume writing service, uh, kind of webinar, I would imagine that you kind of feed them into something else. So that's what I would recommend is showing the pain that you're removing with the images or potentially video. And um, definitely, yes, try and spend a little bit more money, but niche down on that audience. Know exactly who it is you're trying to talk to. Make it um, make it right. Make it, make it really, really succinct so that you're not muddying the waters for anybody. doesn't mean nobody else can come and buy your services, but it just means that you've kind of got a clear mindset of who you're talking to. Facebook has a clear mindset of who you're talking to because you're able to niche down that really broad aspect of who you think you're talking to, but probably aren't because it's such a broad audience that you're, you're trying to hit. 
Okay, right, I'm going to disappear. Thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, thank you to Austin as well for watching over on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, if you're brand new to these uh, lives or to this recording or to this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And uh, if you uh, really feel up to it, how about you move your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side and share this piece of content with your audience as well so that we can keep growing the community and getting more and more questions coming in from people and hopefully help people as much as we possibly can do to keep making sure their brand and business still exists once this craziness is all over. Uh, but until Friday when I'll be back again, thanks ever so much for watching um, and continue to stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.